Welcome to another episode of the Power of the Pause with Colleen Felto, Energetic Weight Loss Coach. So energetic weight loss, we're talking about weight loss in your physical 3D body and your 5D energetic body, right? That is why diets are not sustained and you are stagnant and spinning your wheels because you are focusing on the 3D, not the 5D, right? Not your energy, not your emotional state, not your mental state, right? So here we talk about how to bridge the gap, right? And I have my BFF, Chloe Lindsay, on the call today. She's actually, this is your third, fourth time on here? I don't know. Yeah, like something like that. For yeah, sure. I think for the one that we did with Jay. But regardless, we are going to chat about up levels. Chloe is honestly the most emotionally, spiritually intelligent person I've ever met. Um, mm -hmm. and a lot of times, right. I, I deal with clients all the time that are going through, like, they're, they're, they're going through an up level and not able to recognize it. And you want to quit too soon. You know, your, your ego is jumping in and wants to hold you back when you are like that whole, um, that whole metaphor of like that guy that was mining for gold and, he mined for like 10 years, right? And then he sold his his shares and the next person within like one hit hit gold. That's where so many people are. You know, you're about to hit gold and you give up because it's hard. So Chloe, mm. yourself to us. Tell us what you do. Tell us who you are. I'm Chloe Lindsay. I'm an authenticity coach, speaker, and writer and a spiritual consultant my you know my jam is in the spiritual realm for sure but um you know i used to be 360 pounds myself and i'm 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 now 20 pounds away from where i would like to be but i'm i'm happy with who i am oh. but i i'm still driven with where i want to be but the way you teach things of like the energetics and, and the way of losing weight like before I even met you, it, it took like, you know, I, I would go to the gym almost every day and eat right. And, and I, I was at a plateau. I, I couldn't do it. It was only until I started like forgiving and healing and like bringing those things in that I really actually started to see the weight loss happened, you know? And yeah. so when I met you, I was like, oh my gosh, she gets it. You know, like, I love that you teach it, but I lived it. I'm you know, I was close to 400 pounds and I'm not any, anymore. And, and it, it took exactly yeah. what you so teach. a whole meal. I'm, I'm a whole meal. <laughs> she's, more, that's <laughs> actually a whole I'm meal. A full, I'm a full, full course meal. Yes. Yeah. But it's like, I love it. And that's what attracted to me to you so long ago is that like, I love that you teach that because I learned it just by doing it mm. and like figuring it out. But like, if someone would have taught me, I could have got there a lot faster, a lot sooner. I could have had like, and you are such a, a person that keeps people accountable. You keep them driven. You give them a plan. Like, that's also why I love our friendship is because like you do things in, in different ways, like not on that level. And I'm like, God, I, I've needed a you for so long. And I, I, I just, I don't know. I love what you do because of that. Like, yeah. We always say that we're like the yin and the yang. But honestly, for real though, the worst thing you can do to yourself in this lifetime is not reach your full potential. Mm. I 
don't understand like we all have akashic records we all have this potential that we have the ability to reach in this lifetime but we keep ourselves stuck in our drama and our trauma and our lack and we don't reach our full potential and we want to stay in victim mode not creator mode you called me out on that like because you, you know i was in that wreck last march and this whole time i've been learning i've learned a lot but I was like, I don't know what my problem is. And you were like, I love you so much. You were like, um, you're not stepping into your full power. You're not seeing your full potential. And I was like, I know, but I didn't need you to call me out like that. <laughs> you're like, I don't <laughs> know. I call you out all the time. You're not allowed to call me out like that. Yeah. Like, you were so right. It was because like, we're afraid to show up as our full selves for whatever reason. But that's exactly like, yeah, that's exactly correct. It's so true. So true. And again, we want to stay in victim mode, not creator mode of our lives. We want to keep pointing the finger and blaming everything and everyone around us. And when it gets hard, instead of recognizing we're in the middle of an up level and the universe is testing us and our central nervous system, we want to shrink into the safety of our ego, our drama and our trauma and our lack. And we want to play this story about how life's not fair and life's so hard rather than be like, you know what? One decision, one step at a time, I'm moving forward and I'm keeping my eyes on the goal. Right. But I will play devil's advocate like I always do. And you are allowed to be in that place momentarily. You need to honor that your human is feeling this certain way. Hmm. It is okay that you are feeling this certain way. But have the strength to push through that because you are not the pain. You are not the trauma. You are not the lack. You are not what you think that you were before. So like I before, like I was a toxic positivity person, not even realizing that I was, you know, I was just like, all I know is to move forward, but I never honored my human. And whenever I had to like, after my wreck, I had to be shown to honor my human. You can be that, be in that place. But choose yourself, love yourself enough to push through that pain. Because as soon as you do, the light at the end of it is so much greater than the pain that you felt momentarily before that. I tell my clients all the time, we're building emotional resiliency tools to ride out the wave of emotions. Learning to ride out the wave of emotions, it's like a 20 minute wave. I get it. When that wave hits you and you're in pain and you're stuck again in the drama, the trauma and the lack, it feels like, like, like this, this feeling, I I can't handle it. I don't want to feel it. And we do anything to escape it. I think for the dopamine hits, our cortisol levels are too high. Our hormones are off. We're looking for dopamine hits. We're looking to food, alcohol, TikTok, drama and relationships, like falling back, Anything. anything, anything. But like the vibe is don't lose sight of the bigger picture in the shitty moments. Exactly. Exactly. Honor you, you're human, but choose you to push through it. Like, because it's so like the, the reward is so much better than the little bit of pain you felt, you felt before that. You know what I mean? Like it really is. It, it's, it's just so much better to just keep pushing forward through that. Yeah. And that, that's how you up level. Like, you know, I, I always tell clients all the time, like when they're, they're reaching out and they're, and they're struggling, I'm like, you don't up level, like going on a cruise 
to Hawaii, you don't up level in these like amazing like moments. And now like I've just grown spiritually everything. You up level through choosing different patterns when life gets tight. You up level through seeing your goals through, through, you know, at the end of the night, oh, it's one, one, one. At the end of the night, instead of, Chloe and I are always like saying time, like angel numbers back and forth. At the end of the night, when it's tight and your kid was up all night and work didn't go well and you want to lose weight and you're not happy in your body, you're not happy in your relationship, you up level by by learning how to sit through those emotions Mm -hmm. and keeping your eye on the prize rather than falling into self-sabotage and falling into the pain. Right. And when you're able to move through the pain of situations, there's wisdom. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you're able to, to unpack the pain and go through the pain, it's not going to last forever. I know that our egos in the moment want to make it like, this is, this is the rest of your life. You're going to feel this intense emotion. It's not mm-hmm. when you understand the way up levels work. And when you understand the way you grow as a human and you get to the next level, it's showing up for yourself when you don't want to show up for yourself. Right. Right. But again, I'm so going to say like, be in that place for a second, mm. but then, but then show up for yourself because no one else is going to show up for you. You have to do it for yourself. You have to push through for you. That's the way that the growth happens. You know, every time that, like, cause you're the only person that I talk to whenever I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I'll tell you all the gross details, the terrible things I'm going through. I don't tell other people those things, mm-hmm. but I, I tell you that because I, I feel safe with you and I feel comfortable. And you also give me great advice to help me push through. And I love you for that. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. But it is in those moments where I'm like, I'm not going to judge me. I'm going to honor what I'm feeling, but, but I'm going to still keep pushing through. Yeah. I'm going to, because that is like you said, the up level happens through the push through of the pain that you think is more or greater than what is to come. I mean, I get it. I get how hard it is. And it's not about perfection. Like this is what I, I coach this for a living. And I still, Chloe will tell you, I have moments where I'm like, I'm drowning, girl. I'm drowning. You know, I'm a single mom run my own business. I'm in recovery. I I have a lot going on in my life, but again, it's not losing sight of the bigger picture in the shitty moments, being your own hype girl and understanding your ego and how your ego wants to hold you back. Our egos are extremely misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Our egos are extremely misunderstood. We think ego, we think like this big cocky energy of this like super confident person that walks in and you're like, sit down, dude. That is not right. what our ego is. Our ego is literally the walls that we built up around our heart, protecting us from getting hurt again, reminding us of the pain we've been in in the past that are blocking the blessings, that are blocking right. the, the next levels of your life, wanting to keep you down, wanting to keep you small. That's what your ego is. Right. But you have to know thyself. And I tell you this all the time. Know thyself means know your thoughts, know your feelings, know your emotions, know who you are, know what is yours. So when something else comes along, you know yourself so like so much that if something else comes toward you, you're like, no, I know who I am. But also more than that, like support. When you have the right support system, 
and you can't see outside your own perspective in that moment. So say you're seeing through the perspective of pain, the, the lens of pain or the, the lens of fear or the lens of lack, instead of seeing through the lens of, you know, success and the lens of love and the lens, but sometimes it takes, I mean, not sometimes we, as humans, we need connection. We need support, but sometimes it takes seeing or someone saying, Hey, I want you to know this A B C D E. This is how you can get there, you know, FGH, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. the right support system to be able to help you see beyond your because sometimes you get so stuck in your pain. I've let my pain swallow me so many times. You know all the things I've been through, you know, 10 near deaths, my mom and dad dying, all of these things. I could get swept in it. And I do at times, but I allow myself, I never let myself do that before. But I, I'm so grateful for you because you're like, um, friend, um, we're going to push through now, <laughs> you know, like let's push through this energy now. And it takes the right support system to sometimes get you through. So you can see a perspective outside your own. Mm, mm. And personally, I don't talk about my divorce a lot at all. You, I've, I've told- never heard you once not on here, like ever talk about yeah, that. Rarely, rarely. Um, because I just, you know, it's not something that comes up a lot. It's something that happened three and a half years ago. It's something that I initiated, you know, my ex-husband did not want to get a divorce. And it's something that even though I desired it and I was the one that wanted it, it was still very painful for me. And it's still something that even though it's something I choose, and I know that that I would not be the person I am today, had that marriage not have ended, it's still something that occasionally Uh, like a photo will pop up and I get like, it's like a punch in the gut. And I'm like, Oh, the pain of it now working out and me having to split from my son's father and me, you know, not being able to live out that dream that we all think you're going to grow up with your kid. It's hard only having my son half the time, you know, but I, I, I know that wave of emotions. I, I know that pain and that memory is only going to last for a short period of time And I know that I get to remind myself the growth that I've made and how I would not be the person I am today. I would not be a sober woman today. I would not be on my spiritual journey today if I was still in that marriage. He's a great guy. I'm not talking badly about my ex-husband at all. He's a great guy. We co-parent very well. He shows up for his son. You know, you just weren't compatible and that's okay. All the best. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. But the pain and and I've accepted that like for the rest of my life, even if I move on and get remarried and have the marriage of my dreams, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I I still will have waves of emotions where I'm like, damn, you know, at one point in my life, I thought I was going to spend forever with someone and And I had a kid with them and, you know, I, I had to, I had to go through that. And so it's, it's, as you're saying, it's like knowing yourself, but also knowing where you would be if it were still being in that situation that's causing you pain, knowing what you have to let go, knowing that you have to give up the good to get to the great. Yeah. And, these and to know also that another person's emotions are not your responsibility. 
They're not. Another person's thoughts are not your responsibility. Your emotions are your responsibility. That, that's what I mean when I say know thyself. That means know your emotions, know your thoughts. It doesn't say know other selves. You know, it's not your responsibility to emotionally hold on to someone else's emotions. It's not your responsibility. Your It's not your energetic responsibility for someone else's emotions. It's just not. And we have three fears, right? The fear of success, the fear of failure, and the fear of letting go. And so many people are stuck with the third fear, the fear of letting go. What is life like if I don't have this attachment to what's holding me back? Then I actually have to show up for my life. I actually have to like show up. What? You know what I mean? Unapologetically. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't hide behind things and I can't blame the fact that I'm in a marriage that's not really working out. I can't blame the fact that I'm trying to get sober and my husband is still drinking. You know what I mean? Like I, like if I take out my identity that I'm attached to, that's holding me back and I I can't blame things around me, then what, what do I have? Oh, wait, I have to show up and do the work. I I have to literally up-level my life. I have to literally reach my full potential. And when we're attached from this like egoic point of view to our past drama, trauma, and lack, it allows us to stay stuck, not reaching our full potential. Right. And you know me, I'm the spiritual girl. I'll always be this. Um, Ego is your need to identify to any, your attachment to identify to anything. Mm -hmm. Because the ultimate truth is that you are unconditional love. Mm -hmm. So if you try to attach yourself to anything, that within itself is an ego response. Mm -hmm. But you're not, a lot of people like even in the spiritual world will want to like shame the ego or blame the ego or whatever. No, integrate the ego of like, okay, I'm also this I'm dark, but I'm also light. I'm right, but I'm also wrong. I'm up, but I'm also down. And that's okay. Big time. But that's what ego is, is the need to identify or, you know, to attach to an identification to anything. Yeah. Um, when I first got sober, I was like, my identity was I'm an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. And now I don't identify as an alcoholic. I am an alcoholic. Like I know that, that, that might, if you don't get this, that might be confusing for you. Like what you just said, I'm not an alcoholic, but I'm an alcoholic. I know problem with alcohol. Yes. I, 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 I knock on wood one day at a time. We'll go the rest of my life without drinking alcohol. I, I see it. You, you could hold a gun to my head. I would not drink. I have no desire to drink. I have completely changed my life, but I'm so much more than an alcoholic. You know, I used to also identify as like someone that was recovering from like, I'm a survivor of a narcissistic abusive relationship. I'm not giving my power to that person. No. Mm-hmm. And like, also I am statements are so powerful. Oh, you don't want to say I am okay, an alcoholic okay. because guess what? That's what you are because you're stating that's what you are. That's the energy that you're going to be. You have to be energy. Everything is energy. Mm-hmm. I am statements are so powerful. So if you're saying I am an alcoholic, okay, that's what you're going to be for the rest of your life because you're stating that you're making that your energy. Limiting so belief. Why, do what? It's a li- limiting belief. Like I'm an alcoholic. Right. Belief. Like as opposed to being like, no, yeah, I don't drink. I'm in. Re- right. I feel like saying I'm in recovery is very much more empowering than saying I'm an alcoholic. Right. So like on my in my wreck whenever I was 
healing at first. Like when I, I broke my hip in two places, had fractured ribs and internal bleeding. I kept saying, God, I am in pain. I am in pain. And guess what? I was in the worst pain. And I'm no stranger to pain. I shifted that about the third week. And I said, I am healing because healing is painful. Mm. It's not meant to feel good. But I switched my wording and said, I am healing. What they told me would take three months took me three weeks because I said, I am healing instead of saying I am in pain. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm like, no, you're not like, yes, you may have had that with alcohol, whatever, but that's not what you and what you are. No, exactly. I'm so much more than an alcoholic. Like an alcoholic is such a small part of who I am. And same as like everything else. Like I had an eating disorder. I was codependent. I was self-abusive. I'm just not, I'm in recovery now. And so I'm in recovery. And if I look at all those individual things, they're all different, but the root of all of them was the same. The root of all of them was my that, that third fear, the fear of letting go. And if I'm going on identifying myself with all these like labels, then it's just, I'm holding myself back from stepping into my full potential. That's what it should be said. Instead of saying I am an alcoholic, I am in recovery. I am in recovery. That is right. Because, and that's how you were able to recover from all that a lot better, you know, energetically, because instead of, you know, going to, you know, like with, certain meetings, they'll be like, I am an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. So you stay with that. Right. But what if you spoke, I'm in recovery from sex, drugs, alcohol, whatever. I'm in recovery. I'm in recovery. And it takes like the, the, the shame, like those low levels of consciousness, the guilt, the shame, the regret, it takes that away from it. And it brings it to acceptance. I'm in recovery. I have full acceptance for that. I have full acceptance. I can't drink. I have full acceptance that if I, heaven forbid, God forbid, ever pick up a drink, ending up in rehab the very next day would be the best thing that ever happened to me again. And I don't want to do that again. You know, I have full acceptance. What is that? I said that wouldn't happen because I'd end you. No, (laughs) no, no, no. no. Exactly. No, every, every time I share my story, I go and I speak every month at the detox that quite literally saved my life, not being dramatic at all. And I always say to the patients there, I'm like, listen, like, if I ever pick up, ending up right back here would be like like the best thing. Like it would be a gift. And that was the hardest thing that I've ever done. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but like taking like taking your power back. Like it isn't empowering to be like, oh, like I'm I I had an eating disorder. No, like I'm in a recovery. That's not my, That's what I'm my saying. identity anymore. Say that instead. Yeah. That instead. The words like use the intentional because everything is energy. So say that instead. Because you'll get there even faster. You know, you'll it's not even like it's it's just that that I instead of saying I am in pain, which I was and I was continuing that, I am healing. I'm healing. And I did so much faster, less than half the time. You recovered a lot faster, like especially when you start. Especially when you started saying I am in recovery instead of saying I am an alcoholic, which yeah, it was such a limiting belief. It was such a limiting belief. And, you know, I'm not I I understand that a lot of other people are very opinionated on that. And I I never want to trigger anyone. I'm just sharing what works for me. I'm just sharing what what works for me and what has helped me move through things. Um, But like now I can. I, I, when I was identifying myself as an alcoholic, 
I couldn't go in grocery stores that sold alcohol because I'm like, oh my God, like I'm an alcoholic. I can't be around it. Now I'm like, that's just not even part of my life. Like I don't even remember those days. Also, if you trigger someone, I'm going to always be this. That's a gift to someone. You're not intentionally trying to trigger someone, but being triggered is a gift for your soul to go, oh, I need to dig deeper and I need to heal this thing. So if you trigger someone, they're welcome. And it's, it's with love. (laughs) (laughs) not out of pain or intention. You're doing it with love. Like you didn't intentionally do that, but that means dig deeper into that thing because you showed them where there was an unhealed energy where it needs to be healed. No, it's funny how like we fear monger. There's like so much like fear mongering out there in the coaching space and the spiritual pace, nutrition space, everything. Um, I was just approached by this like company that does like cleanses and they, they like looked at my eye and were like, Oh my God, like you need to buy this $4,000 thing right away, blah, blah, blah. And I, I actually, I, I was enjoying the conversation until they fear mongered me. I was actually like, wow, I'd love to have you on my podcast. Like I want to have it like, this is so interesting. Da da da. But then it was like, if you continue on, like, like you are, you're going to get sick and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, come on. Um, you know. <laughs> if, I, if I go through life, so let, let's say like my option is to go through life. I eat overall very healthy. I work out every day. Um, You know, for the healthiest person I know, you're always <laughs> drinking tons of water you're always on those walks with those vests yeah like, <laughs> those <like>, vests <laughs> that oh. one weighted vest that one <laughs> the plural like I got my own vest <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I call Chloe just about every day when I'm my weighted vest nature walk and I'm like I'm out of breath I'm like walking okay. hills I made it my way to this, my belly. <laughs> but like and so I I said to them I was like okay like so I can either be living in fear, having like watermelon and turmeric for breakfast, not eating any meat, not eating dairy, not eating gluten, like being around my son on his birthday, not being able to share cake with him. My son and I, we get frozen yogurt once a week. And that's a big part of our, like our traditions. I'm like, so I can either live in fear like that, therefore energetically drawing in disease, or I can overall continue my healthy lifestyle and affirm my health and affirm my, my health, my reality. And they're like, oh, well, in this world with these pesticides and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, shut down. Good. Goodbye. Like you're, you're fear mongering people in. I'm like, dude, I have like 10 certifications in nutrition. You're not going to, I don't agree with doing like a metal detox. Like that's, that's because the thing is like where I stand with it, if you do all the detox in the world and you eat all the organic stuff, if your perception of the world around you is is messed up you're unhealthy and you're going to get sick that causes disease right and what about if when when you're one with your body like you're truly in your not just your mind not just your body but your soul but when you're in tune with your body why don't just listen to what your body is telling you it wants or needs instead of you telling it what you want or what you need because that's when things shifted for me instead of me going oh, I want this, this ice cream, or I want this, or I can't do this because they said, if I do that, I'll gain weight. Instead, I, I, I like really sat with myself, know thyself. And I was like, body, what do you want? And like, it would tell me, 
what it would, and, and I got like healthier. Things mm. started clearing up. I started feeling better. And I'm like, listen to your body. Don't tell your body what you think it needs. Mm hmm. Because not everything is all thing like fits all. Some people need meat. Some people don't. Some yeah. people need this. Some people don't listen to your body. But also I know myself and I know a lot of my clients. Like I, I'm not saying that that metal detox crap doesn't work for some people. Sorry. crap. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying it doesn't work for some people, but what I'm saying is for me, I'm going to feel restricted. I'm not happy. Like, I'm like, oh my God, like, like I have to eat this. I have to eat this. And then I'm going to binge and I'm going to like, like that part, exactly. have no ice cream for yes. like a month. And I'm going to be like, oh, ice cream. Now that I allow myself to eat ice cream, my son and I get ice cream like once a week. And I have like half a quarter of what I used to. And I probably don't even finish it because right. I, I take the restriction away from it. And I don't even want it. I don't even want it. When you live in this like restrictive this restricted place where you're like, I can't have carbs and I can't have pizza. Like when you're skiing down a mountain and you're like, don't hit a tree. All you, all you fucking see is trees. You're skiing down a right. mountain and you're like, Oh, the path, the path, you see the path. If you give yourself freedom to eat whatever you want to eat, we're kind of going on a tangent right now. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Back to up leveling. <laughs> but I was going to real quick though. It's like telling a child, you can't do that. What's that child going to do? That yeah. exact thing you told that child not to do. Is the stove hot? Stop doing this. Is the stove hot? What? <laughs> <laughs> Let me check. Hold on. Hold on. Exactly. It's, it's how your mind works. And again, some people feel that they thrive on these super restrictive, super structured lives. But are you really thriving? Are you really right. happy? Like, are you, are you happy? Like, do you, do you lay your, like, do you lay your head down at night and are like, oh, like life's good. Or are you like, oh, another day? You know, mm -hmm. I also think you should like, when you're like talking to your people, your clients, your meals that you send me look bomb, bomb AF. You need to be like, put like showing people that. Cause I'm like, girl, whatever you're eating, I want to be eating it too. Cause it looks so good. Thank you. Yeah. And you don't even restrict yourself. You're like, no, this is just like, like what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. So it's so funny. Um, I don't meal prep at all. Like I don't meal prep. So, well, I, that's a lie. I meal prep protein pancakes for two weeks at a time. And then I freeze them and put them in temporary. I was going to say, what do you do? <laughs> and I freeze them. I do. Because to me, it's so much faster to make like three times the amount than to take everything out. And then I, I meal prep my protein, either chicken or like ground meat. And then I freeze that too. I do that for two weeks at a time as well. And then I take it out of the Tupperwares. I have clients who are like, that sounds disgusting. I'm like, what? I don't get it. Um, and I actually went on a date on Friday night and the guy was telling me, he's like, I cook every night. And I was like, what? he was <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, do you go to the grocery store a lot? He's like, yeah, like I go to the grocery store, like. I just pop in and I'm like, to me, I'm like, no, no. And so I feel like that's why I don't share a lot of my food because it's such basic, easy stuff. And like I used to make, yeah, but it looks so better than like most things. Like share sometimes even like, even if it's quick or whatever, it's like, it, girl, I keep, I'll remember I've always asked you that one. I'm like, what do you put in this thing again? <laughs> yeah. So my, my, my go-to she's talking about is I take an avocado and I cut it up. I take little cherry tomatoes. I take a protein, either like ground beef or, um, you know, chicken again, my, my chicken that I, that I prep two weeks at a time and freeze it. You're welcome. Thank you. 
<laughs> um, I put a little garlic powder, salt, uh, pepper, and then I do like a little bit of cheese, sometimes goat cheese, sometimes that salad blend cheese, all about that like thicker salad blend cheese. You know what I'm saying? Say, you like, like the thicker looking cheese. People are like, what are you talking about? Like it's it's literally called salad blend cheese. That's like literally what it's called. But anyway, um, and sometimes I do like some bro- broccoli in the air fryer, little little EVO. Was- and it's bomb and it and it keeps me full. It's uh I, I would say it's like 500, 600 calories. It keeps me full for a couple hours and I'm and I'm eating good and whatnot. And then, you know, I have my little egg cups, whatnot here and there. But but it, m- moral of the story allowing myself to have that little bit of cheese in there. You know what I mean? Like, how am I like dairy free, gluten free? I'm like, Oh, I can't have cheese in there. I'm not going to enjoy the meal and I'm going to eat it. I'm going to be full, but I'm still hungry because I didn't, I didn't fulfill that, that, um, that, that, that like hunger, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I didn't fulfill my, my craving. And so then I'm going to eat more of it than I really need because I'm still craving something. You have to you're restricting yourself from it. Exactly. And so I find that clients that do that, clients that like follow a meal plan, they white knuckle it through. Either they eat more of what they're eating in the moment because you're not satisfying your cravings or you're really good, you're really good. And then you binge and you're like eating your kids goldfish. Like goldfish, who likes goldfish? They're not even good. Really? It's like cardboard. Right, but that also goes like, are you judging yourself? Are you shaming yourself? Are you For guilting goldfish? yourself? Do I like goldfish? No, for saying that about goldfish. Huh? Are we talking about judging? No, I'm saying like with the food itself, like are like when when you had said while ago before the goldfish thing, like you when you shame, blame, or guilt yourself, you're not gonna enjoy the meal. You're gonna indulge, overindulge, or you know what I mean. Like I used to do that. I I would be like, oh well this diet says or whatever. Well, I had to start looking at like, I'm not finally, it's like, this isn't a diet. It's a life change. Yeah. This is a life change. It's not a diet. But whenever I would shame, blame or guilt myself for eating any of those things, I would overindulge because like you said, if you try to keep yourself from doing it, you're going to want to do it more. Yeah. So just like, let yourself have that. Whatever. And then we say, understand what you're really hungry for. You're hungry for a hug. You're hungry because your cortisol levels are too high and your dopamine needs to be balanced out and eating food releases endorphins and gives you dopamine. True. When you understand that, you're like, oh, I don't really want to eat chocolate right now. I want a hug. Like, cause like when you understand that, it takes like the temptation out of it. You're like, the chocolate bar right now isn't going to make me feel good. If anything, it's going to be toxic dopamine, make me feel worse in the end. I really need to do some breath work. I need to get up and move, like just getting up and moving your body, getting up and like going on a lap around your house, but not moving your body. Like not as attractive at that point, whenever you like, like with anything really in life, if you just like allow yourself to have it, you're like, Oh, he's not as cute as I thought he was. <laughs> when you're, or- I was going to say when you're dating that like toxic guy and then yes. you realize it's not even about him. It's about your unhealed wounds. You're like, God, what was I thinking? It's like, God, you're not even hot. Like what? But anyway, 
that's something that we all need to come to on our own. But when you understand your hidden motivators, when you understand your hidden motivators behind things, right? Your hidden motivators. Like it's not about the 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 cheese. It's not about the relationship. It's about your you're going through an up level. You're needing, I'm tying it back now. You're going through an up level. You're needing to to like move through these emotions to get to the next level. Again, we don't, we don't up level, you know, in a super, super easy way. When you choose out, when you're tested by the universe and you choose different patterns and you start to choose yourself reaching your full potential, again, the whole Akashic records, it's fascinating. Like we're all, we're all brought into this lifetime with this amazing potential. And so many of us just don't reach it. Mm, yeah. Cause of all the, like the three fears you've talked about. Yeah. You have more, well, there's more of those, but like definitely at least the, like I've had a very success for so long, like for so long. And that's why I haven't, I hadn't like hit my fullest potential at that point. Yeah. We keep ourselves from the greatness and you find like, you will up level the most in your lowest, in your most painful, in your darkest, whatever, as long as you're not judging, blaming, or guilting yourself, like allowing it to be, but then pushing through you up level and then you freaking skyrocket. Exactly. Every time, every time, every time. And, and, you know, knowing that you're not alone, I say all the time, we individualize ourselves with our circumstances and our pain. We individualize ourselves. And they're like, oh, like I'm the only person that's gone through this, this, that, the other, whatever. No, no, that's not true. Um, every time I, I go and speak at the detox, like I mentioned earlier, I sit down to them and I'm like, listen, I don't know you, but I know your pain because I've been here, you know, and in detoxes and rehabs and stuff, there's the big tendency to like give your story. It's like, well, well, I was like living under a bridge and blah, blah, blah. Well, I was this, I was that. It's like, it's not, it's not about the circumstances. It's about the pain. It's about mm-hmm. the pain that we can all unify with. It's not about one upping each other with how hard life got and how much you burn your life to the ground. It's about connecting on the pain and getting a unified, like unified mission and acceptance, acceptance, raising your consciousness. Yep. Ever since I was younger, people are like, Chloe, how do you, how have you done this? How do you do this? I'm, I would always say, it's not what you go through. It's what you do with it that matters. Mm. And it's so true. It's like, we all go through some crap. We all go are going through something. Now I will also, again, say like, it's important to validate your feelings and it's okay to discuss what you're going through. If someone can't handle it, they're not emotionally mature enough to handle it. And that's okay. It's not on you. It's Okay validate how you feel for yourself, but it is not the thing that you're going through. That's eventually going to matter. It's what you decide to do with it. that does. That's it. On that note, we're going out. I love it, Chloe. Thank you. Where can they find you? Where can they find you? On, uh, like on my Facebook Soul to soul Instagram. Yeah. I don't even know what it's like. Um, Chloe dot Lindsay nine or just call Chloe Lindsay. Cool. Yeah. I look like Chloe this, Lindsay. usually with a yellow blazer. And then Instagram <laughs> is soul connections. Um, and then I have the soul to soul connections.com. Awesome. And thank you so much. Um, 
yeah, let's catch you with the next one. I'm at Colleen Falto and Chloe's amazing. You should all follow her. Hope you guys had fun, learned a lot. She's the bomb and you're all the bomb for listening. Just keep on choosing you one choice at a time. Bye. Love you. Love you. Wonderful. Oh, you're the best. <laughs>